You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskin. Call 87 237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. 11 to 1 with You are listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. Hope you're feeling good and ready for the weekend. WhatsApp and text lines are open 086 1800 658. There's Bastille, Pompeii, kicking off our first song, kicking off the show. It's Sinead Brazel here with you till one o'clock. Hope you're doing well. You can get in touch 86 658 It is dominating everywhere and I think it's very hard for us to believe that Queen Elizabeth has died. Um, most of us just remember there only ever being her, the Queen. And I mentioned this before um, and I think a lot of people here in Ireland are talking about this today but I felt she was just like I had a newfound respect for her when she visited Ireland in 2011 and I remember all the reports about it at the time and she was just so respectful and gracious and I don't think any of us will forget when she addressed the President as Uktaran and then Agus Akarja and you know when she bowed and she placed the wreath in the, in the Garden of Remembrance all of that I think she she just she, her, our view of her maybe was changed, you know, and you just think as well, you know, at the age of, you know, what, 25, I think she was. And to take on this huge responsibility and to carry on with this and the duty uh, despite ill health right up until just Tuesday when she welcomed the new prime minister in. I mean, just she had huge, huge strength. She really did. And I think you saw a different side to her. I mean, she seemed to be up for a bit of crack as well. I always uh, remember the video that she appeared in with Daniel Craig as Bond and, you know, she kind of played into that really well. And really recently, actually, as well, she featured alongside Paddington Bear uh, in, in in the palace uh, eating <laughs> marmalade sandwiches together. So, I mean, she had a real playful side to her as well. And I just, I'm just kind of thinking, like, it's going to be so weird now. I mean, King Charles, it's King Charles now. And to kind of, you know, to lose your mother and to have this such this hor- horrific grief and then right now you're king and off you go and you have this duty to, to serve the country. It's just, 
Mind blowing, mind blowing. And then, of course, you know, William is probably thinking about himself and his children. I mean, they they knew this day was going to come, and then it happens upon them. You know, and are they ready? And are, you know, what must be going through their minds? That's what I'm thinking about this morning, anyway. And of course, you know, there will be a huge outpouring of of grief in in Britain uh, for the next kind of couple of weeks, really, um, with regards to this. Nobody. Um, well, forget her. That is for sure. She really just left such an impressive, huge legacy of, of work that she did uh, throughout her 70 year reign, like 70 years. Unbelievable. But there you go. Think time moves on. And now we have King Charles. King Charles and uh, what what he's going to bring, I don't know. And I mean, I think a lot of people, there was a lot of sort of commentary on this over the past few years, you know, about him being ready for this, you know, and he's in his 70s now and to be taking on such a huge role in his life but you know watch this space that's what we'll have to do Uh, now on the programme today I'm very excited to be chatting to Monday Uh, he is going to be at the Moonrise Festival that is happening tomorrow in the outdoor garden at Callens of the Bridge and he's going to be performing and we're, uh, we're going to be chatting to him because he's in the studio working on new music. He hasn't released new music since 2015. He's taking his time. He's taking his time with it. And uh, he's lots of treats in store for people who are going along to see him in Carrick Macross. By the way, there are tickets still available for that. Uh, you can... Get them at Callens of the Bridge, Keegan's or Birdie's News Agents, or you can check out moonrise.ie for more details on that. Uh, so we'll bring you that little chat with Monday a little bit later on. Now, this man, I did mention him earlier on in the week. He has taken to uh, stripping off to sell, <laughs> to sell his new music. I don't think he needs to resort to such levels. Here he is with his new song, Louis Capaldi. Forget After all this time. Oh, we couldn't forget him. We couldn't forget him. Louis Capaldi there. Forget me. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. And I'm liking that it's a bit more upbeat than some of his other ones as well. Uh, but there it is. It's out today. Uh, now, it is Friday which means Friday Floor Filler song is coming your way on this show after 12. But... Can you guess my Friday Floor Filler song today? Well, we're going to catch a little taster of it. I have a little bit of it in reverse. We're going to bring you that after these. 11 to 1. It's Friday. The weekend is almost upon us and it is time to release the stress of the week. And I've just the thing to get you ready for the weekend. It's the Friday Floor Filler song. Friday Floor Filler. On 11 to 1. Okay, so I have a little bit of our Friday Floor Filler song in reverse. I'm going to play the full song in its entirety after 12. It will get you dancing around the place. It's a good kind of disco bop. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little few clues, right? This week's song was inspired by the title of Lewis Capaldi's uh, new song that we played literally moments ago. Uh, But this song is from the 80s. It also sounds really similar to a song that Will Smith might have released. Okay, so that's a big, big clue for you. Here's a little snippet of the song. Can you tell me what the name of the song is and the artist? 086 1800 658. Here it is. I think it's easy this week. Now, it's not the Will Smith one, okay, even though it sounds really like it. It's from the 80s. It's sort of a disco one. And like I say, it's uh, inspired by Lewis Capaldi's new song. Do you think you know what my Friday Floor Filler song is? 86 658 You're home. There's a script. 
Hall of Fame on LMFM's 11 to 1. I told you it's not the Will Smith one. <laughs> not the Will Smith one. The original. 86 658 has it. Uh, who have we got here? This is Helen. Helen has it as well. Well done, Helen. Uh, uh, Graham has the name of the song, but it's not Sister Sledge. But you're kind of in the same sort of wheelhouse maybe there. Uh, but do keep those coming in. If you missed it, I'll play another little snip of it uh, for you. The Friday Floor Filler song, it's in reverse. We are going to play it in its entirety after 12. Can you tell me the name of the song and the artist? 86 658 Here it is. And like I said, it's not the Will Smith one. Okay, keep those coming in. 86 658 Now, as I mentioned there, towards the start of the programme, the Moonrise Festival is happening tomorrow in the outdoor garden at Callens of the Bridge, Carrick Macross, and features live music with Mundy, Hudson Taylor, Keela, Lisa McHugh, Moxie's, so many more. It's also really a great family fun festival because there's pumpkin decorating, arts and crafts, storytelling, and delicious food. And there's some tickets still available, moonrise.ie or you can uh, get them in Callens of the Bridge, Keegan's or Birdie's news agents. And I'm delighted to be joined very shortly now by Mundy. He is writing new music, which is very exciting. And he is one of the acts performing at Moonrise Festival in Carrickmacross. We're going to catch up with him just after these. 11 to 1. At the tender age of 18, my first guest left his home in County Offaly to head off to Dublin, cutting his teeth, busking and performing open mic nights on the circuit. Now, inspiration can come when you least expect it, often out of difficult experiences. And after a breakup with a girlfriend at the time, he wrote Gin and Tonic Sky and To You I Bestow, which were hugely successful, leading to the record labels to come a knocking. He eventually signed to Sony Epic Records and has released great music ever since, enjoying gold and multi-platinum records sales. He's been busy working on new material but he'll be back on stage this weekend at the Moonrise Festival in Carrickmacross where he's performing uh, and he, whether it is in a huge sellout venue or an intimate show, every Monday performance is memorable and I'm delighted to be joined by Monday on the line. How are you getting on? Very good, thank you. Great to have you on the programme. Now, uh, you've been busy I hear throughout lockdowns and all the rest you've been beavering but, away there uh, on new material. Yeah, like... Um Lockdown was a great chance to kind of finish up things. And uh, I've had a lot of, you know, touch and go, and you know, like, uh, you know, the way things would open and close. So it's very, yeah. been very hard to be completely uh, spontaneous, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I've got I've got about four or five songs uh, already done and I'm working away on finishing a record. But uh, it's getting the time, you know, because I've got the kids back to school and all that and picking up drop-offs. It's like spinning plates at a circus, you know. <laughs> it is. You're trying to keep them all spinning, absolutely. Uh, it's it's a juggle. Although, if you're like me, Mundy, you're probably loving the fact that they're back to school, are you? 100%. Yeah. I was actually trying to get them to go there. Is, uh, <laughs> is it, that is the, that's the key, because the summer was so long, trying to keep them entertained. You're like, come on, get back in there. Um, yeah. <laughs> but is it true that suffering a heartbreak means that you're able to write great songs? Well, you know, unfortunately, people love um, a bit of a tragedy, you know, so uh, the public anyway. I mean, I try, you know, I'm very lucky um, 
I have a couple of songs that I would say that definitely, you know, like say, for example, July is definitely not about a heartbreak. So no. I can say that I kind of went um, against the curve uh, when I was writing that one. But uh, yeah, you know, in the very beginning, um, when I when I wrote my first batch of songs, uh, A Broken Heart definitely helped um, create a platform for me, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Because like when you're looking back, I mean, just when I was kind of going through everything there, you know, your your career, my God, there's been so many twists and turns, but you've been playing music, you know, like so, so long, but you've been on the scene since the, the early 90s. Uh, you started out as a as a fresh-faced 18-year-old moving up to the big smoke to Dublin. But like, did you, did you always hope that you would experience the level of success that you've enjoyed? Or back then, were you like, I just want to play? Kind of, to be honest. You know, I started playing the guitar when I was 14. I grew up in a pub, was playing in the pub, I think, when I was 15, 16. And I always wanted to play, to be honest. I had no idea that I wanted to be a singer. I always wanted to be a guitar player. Um, and I wanted to be in a band. I wanted to see the world. But I had no, I had no timeline, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. it happened, uh, just it happened actually quicker than I expected. Yeah. And you can never, you can never tell. You can never be prepared enough either. Well, this is the thing. I mean, you could be, you know, slogging it out there every every week, every month, and not get any sort of notice. But uh, you know, as I mentioned there, these 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 songs, Gin and Tonic Sky, and and to you I bestow. I'd forgotten that to, to you I bestow ended up on one of the best film soundtracks of all time, Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. Like, I mean, that must have been a real like. <laughs> Pinch me moment. How did how did that come about? Like, did you actually get to talk to Baz Luhrmann, or was it like just his people called you up, or how did that happen? Um, more or less, he had appointed a person to pick the music for the soundtrack. Um, a guy called Nelly Hooper, who was in a band called Soul to Soul, I think, back in the eighties and nineties. So it was him that, um, and I was kind of like the new kid on the block. And um, I think he, he had some interest in just uh, seeing if I had anything that would, was suitable. And yeah. we sent them to the Tommy Sky and to you, the store. And they went for it, you know. And But I had no idea. I mean, things were kind of happening so fast back then. I had no idea whether this was going to be a successful thing or not. I'd, I'd only heard of, what was the strict, the strictly ballroom was no. Um, oh yeah, ballroom. yeah, yeah. That is it. Yeah, I I yeah. love that as well. That's the, the a lot of people. That's kind of like a cult classic now at this stage. Yeah, that yeah. one. So, yeah. So I'd only kind of really heard of that one, and uh, but anyway, listen, the the soundtrack. Anyway, regardless of the movie being a, a great movie, the soundtracks still. You know, big seller, and a lot oh. of a lot of people say it's their favorite. You know, it is like you're you're in there at Radiohead and Desiree and all these amazing artists in there, absolutely brilliant, and it just yeah. works so so well. It really does. And um, but you know, you mentioned there picking up the guitar at fourteen. Were you encouraged to, to to pick it up, or how did that come about? I was encouraged to stop playing it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, to be honest, uh, I know the parents were very very um, encouraging. I mean. I used to, I think I had about two or three songs. Um, I always tell the story that I had Blowing in the Wind, Catch the Wind, <laughs> and Sailing. Three winds. <laughs> that was your um, repertoire. <laughs> yeah, and my dad said to me one evening, in the, uh, he was behind the bar pulling a pint, he said, you're ready, you know. <laughs> so I, I think he had two or three customers staying back late, and he said, come on, just let, let, me, let me know whether this guy's, um, you know, winging it or whether he's got a future or whatever. So, um yeah, I mean, from there, it was one of those things. I was mad into horses as a kid. Oh, yeah. All the way up to then, I used to get up in the mornings and go out mucking out stables and ride horses before I went to school. 
for a yard in town and I thought this was really my big love and my big passion and then with the music it just uh, happened so so naturally yeah um I just completely took a um a different turn and um this is just the road I wanted to go on you know God, that's mad. So you could have been like, you know, a completely different lifestyle there, breeding horses or something. God only knows. Uh, I thought they were definitely working some, in yeah. some shape or form, you know. But listen. Well, listen, like, you kind of have like that stable Mundy. boy look about you too, Mundy. Do you know what I mean? You do. You have the whole cat yeah. thing going on as well. Well, I have to say that the two businesses are quite similar. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of different people, uh, <laughs> different shapes <laughs> and uh, <laughs> characteristics. Yeah, completely. But, you know, I know that, you know, uh, songwriters probably hate this question, but I just am very intrigued by this, about the process itself. Like, like, how do songs come? Like, does it just like a melody pop in your head or does someone say something that you think would be like good line in the song or how does it all work? Uh, there's, there's different ways it happens. I mean, um, I, I love collecting phrases. I always like, oh, yeah. talk, you know, write notes into my phone if I hear someone saying, Something you know, wacky. I don't know. I can't even think of something right now. But oh, listen, um, you'd love my mother. She's from Cork. She comes out with all sorts of queer things. Like, I mean, they have made up words. Yeah, I love that. And <laughs> and sometimes if you actually look into some of these phrases, there's uh there's one like this. Here's one. one um, I had a girl uh, minding the kids, and every time they'd um, start, you know, talking about poo or whatever, <laughs> like just when they're younger, <laughs> say, you know, you're making the Lord cry. <laughs> Every time you say that, you know. I love it. And then, then I wrote the song, It's Not Raining, it's only the Lord crying when you curse. So. Okay, so, so I like that. Kind of, so you bridge bridge things together. But then you can also have a melody. Like, I, for example, with my song July, I think I came up with the guitar melody with that first before. And to me, it sounded like a sunny day. And yes. it sounded like a nice day in the park. And I kind of matched up the feeling of the lyrics to the um, melody, what the melody was trying to say. So, you know, you've got that way. And then the rhythm as well. You can have just a drum loop and it's Saturday night, let's go on and have a party, you know. Yeah, I love that. That's that's been the best answer that I've had to that question. I feel like I I know so much more about it. Uh, But uh, the the phrase... Sometimes I feel like I should listen back to what I say and actually... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and take your own advice absolutely exactly but was there any song that kind of gave you a hassle uh, that didn't maybe make it was almost going to be cut from an album that you're like just this song it's driving me berserk but then it worked out in the end well I actually kind of thought that July was never finished right uh, in a very strange way I, I didn't I didn't think that the chorus was up to scratch I didn't I thought it was too catchy or not too catchy but too simple um, I but simple's often best, isn't it? Yeah. See, that's it. And sometimes we overthink things, and um, so you just can't. Re- you can't really tell because uh, you know it's like one of these things. Um, the audience sometimes uh, will, will, are going to pick the ones that they yeah. like. You know, you might think you have a banger or whatever. That's what, what the kids say nowadays. But uh, you might think you have a really strong song, and then someone will go, "You know, I actually prefer this one, and that's the one that they'll go for." And, uh, then the, the radios end up playing it by request. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And speaking of that, because there's one song that has been playing, uh, you know, here constantly ever since it came out. It's been the most downloaded song, I think, ever. I'm going to say ever. And it is, of course, Galway Girl. Like that collaboration with Sharon Shannon, did that kind of, did she approach you or how did that collaborate, collaboration come about? 
Well, to be honest, what happened was we were on the same radio show one night. Uh, Tom Dunn from Something Happened. Oh, I love Tom, yeah. And we're in Galway, and he suggested we do a duet. And I was listening to a lot of Americana-style music, including Steve Earle at the time. We did Galway Girls. Um, and I read it off a piece of paper, <laughs> because we were in Galway. And nobody I knew that nobody really knew this song uh, in, a, in a major way. Yeah. So we did it, and um, the next day, I just got all these messages saying, people are going absolutely wild for that song. <laughs> it's going to like it or not, your next hit, you know? Yeah. So uh, I did a version of it with Sharon as my guest, and she did a concert with me as her special guest, and both of them equally as well, like huge, huge success. Yeah. I know it, it's the one that's going to get everyone to a dance floor it's the one that pops up at weddings as I say it's always I play it very very regularly it's always kind of in demand here as well it's just that really sort of feel good kind of typically Irish song at a wedding or a song at an event kind of thing isn't it? Well yeah you just well, I, I mean I'm, I'm glad it's that song because I mean we could have done a, a, a jokey song Yeah with some sort of uh, you know song by uh, Right Said Fred or something you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I want to see that I want to see that I'm Too Sexy from you and Sharon Shannon <laughs> that's the next collaboration there was no plan it was just, I, think, I think that the uh, the powers that be got together on, on a good day and just said right this song needs to be done, done again and uh, we did it Oh, it's it's and it's it's just worked so well. It really has. So you're back on stage this weekend, Moonrise Festival in Carrick Macross. You excited to be back? And it's like a it's an open event as well. It's an open air thing. Yeah. So me and uh, my my bass player Keith Farrell are going to be playing. Uh, I'm on, I think between six and half seven, something like that. Quarter past six and half seven. And I'll be just uh, giving it socks on the guitar. I don't have a full band with me uh, because. You know, it's it's going to be earlier in the year. Yeah. I don't think uh, it's easier. I think they, it's easier for changeovers as well. Not yeah. Will you tentatively be trying out new material or is that under wraps for now? No, no, no. I, I mean, be new, the songs that I'm playing for a couple of years now, that would be new to everybody. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, uh, I haven't put out an album in, since 2015. So every time I go to do something, uh, just something comes along and, uh, but you know I'll get there eventually I'm not going to lose the head I'm still a young lad you know you still have plenty left in you absolutely and uh, no doubt people will be excited to hear the new stuff when it does come out Monday it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you uh, best of luck with the writing process and uh, thank you so so much for joining me on the show today you're very welcome thanks a million He's playing the Moonrise Festival Saturday the 10th of September. You can get the tickets moonrise.ie 11 to 1 with Gilbert. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 7444455. Queen Elizabeth actually popping up in the Northeast Update today because on this day in 2015, Queen Elizabeth II became the Great Britain's longest reigning monarch. That was at 63 years at seven months at the time, beating the previous record set by her great great grandmother, Queen Victoria. And of course, she went on to have a 70 year reign. And today is Teddy Bear Day. The teddy bear is one of the most popular toys for children, holds a special place in many adults' hearts as well. The lovable stuffed animal has a day of its own, Teddy Bear Day today, so it gives you a chance to get the teddy bear out of the comfort and make him the centre of attention.
LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Think I've got time to squeeze this in? Here's Nelly Furtado. Say it right on LMFM's 11 to 1. There's Nelly Furtado, say it right, on LMFM's 11 to 1. News at 12 is approaching, but still to come, we're talking movies with Niall O'Brien. Plus, the weekend will officially begin because I'll have the Friday floor filler song. 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. How are you getting on? That's the weekend. Blinding lights kicking off our second hour. Speaking of the weekend. Friday floor filler. On 11 to 1. I know there's like still a good bit of Friday left, but the weekend starts right now, okay? Because it is Friday floor filler song time on 11 to 1, the time where we have a little boogie. You get on down and forget the stresses of the week. So, to, you know, in anticipation of the Friday floor filler song, I played you a little bit of it in reverse earlier on, and I'm asking you to guess my artist this week. And the name of the song. If you missed my clue, I said that this week's song was inspired by the title of Lewis Capaldi's new song. But this song is from the 80s and it does sound really, really similar to a song that Will Smith released, but it's not that one. Owen Boylan and Drahada has it. Who else has it? Uh, Helena Riley and Kells, you've got it. Joe McCardle, not sure whereabouts you think you are. No, no, I don't know where you are. Sorry, Joe McCardle. Uh, it's somewhere in the northeast. Liam in RD has it as well. Who else do we have? Uh, Deirdre has it. John, our own Boylan is very enthusiastic. He's <laughs> sent it in a couple of times there. If you missed it, okay, we can play it in reverse for you. Here it is. That one, you know it, you know it. 086-1800-658, the last chance to guess the Friday Floor Filler song before we play it right after some celebrity news. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. See how they run us in cinemas now. The murder mystery star Saoirse Ronan and Sam Rockwell. Director Tom George says it's a fresh take on the genre. The idea that there might be a new way to tackle the whodunit, you know. The tricky thing is, you know, it's a genre that everyone loves, but how do you bring something new to it when every sort of plot device has been um, used throughout the years? So um, he thought that a murder mystery set inside a murder mystery might be an interesting take. Megan Trainer has teased a new song. She's dropped footage of herself posing for selfies to a snippet of her new track, Don't I Make It Look Easy. Take a listen. Fans are absolutely roasting the American Gavin and Stacey. Lovers of the hit show have been taken aback after seeing a clip from the US version and not in a good way. What I want there she is. All right, I guess inbreeding does work out sometimes. Yes, did you come along? Ten bucks for artisanal frankfurter with kimchi. Oh, you bet. So, drinks? So is this what you usually do? You hang out in happening places with raw bars and angry giraffe women? This is not my thing. My thing involves normal-looking people sleeping late and cake for breakfast. That's the buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. 
Friday Floor Filler on 11 to 1. Ah, yes, they're coming in now. Michelle has it, Richard has it, Trevor, not that one, the original one we were saying. It is very, very similar to the Men in Black song that Will Smith released. It is, as I said, from the 80s. It's Patrice Russian. It's a nice disco vibe one. Patrice Russian, Forget Me Nots on LMFM's 11 to 1. Fear not, the Friday Floor Filler song will return next week. Now, we are talking movies on 11 to 1 and there's bodies, bodies everywhere. Pinocchio is back as well. And of course, we'll have our mystery voice for tickets to the Omniplex Cinema. That's all up for grabs with Niall O'Brien and Real Reviews after these. LMFM's Real Reviews Sponsored by Omniplex Cinemas Enjoy a ticket to every movie With My Omnipass For more information Log on to Omniplex.ie Forward slash join And enjoy the greatest blockbusters All the time At Omniplex Deluxe Strahada Dundalk And Balbriggan Yes we are talking movies now With Niall O'Brien He's on the line How are you getting on Niall? I'm doing very well How are you? I'm good I'm good I'm even better that you're here You know I do love our Friday <laughs> chats I do love oh, our Friday shucks. chats It gets me in even better mood for the weekend <laughs> you Now we do have a nice prize up for grabs It's our regular competition That's right Who's that talking now? If you can identify the voice of the mystery actor or filmmaker Or sometimes it's a writer Last week it was It didn't go down very well <laughs> uh, We will give you a pair of tickets to uh, the Omniplex Cinema For the, the film of your choice Yes, courtesy of our friends at Omniplex Cinemas We have a pair of tickets to give away At any of their locations You can check it out Omniplex Deluxe Venue Drogheda Omniplex Dundalk Or Omniplex in Balbriggan And there are some cracking films out right now So the best way to see them is on the big screen So you can check out the full details Omniplex.ie So we have a pair of tickets for you, I think it's very easy. I oh, listen. I only had to listen to this. This clip is like something like ten seconds long. I got it in like three <laughs> seconds, so it's going to yes, be well, really easy. Well, last week to mark the new Amazon Prime series, uh, The Power of the Ring, we had J.R.R. Tolkien was the voice, and I think people struggled with that. And you sent me a very strongly worded email. <laughs> With a lot of exclamation points, a lot of capital letters saying, make it easy this week, make it easy. So I've made it incredibly easy this week. Yeah, I don't think that people need a clue, but we do always say that it's always somebody that will pop up in what you're talking about in the next little bit. So very famous, very famous actor. (laughs) 086-1800-658. Who is this talking, please? You get some great adventures that are thrown in and... uh a few life lessons here and there and some magnificent classic songs and the character of Jiminy Cricket. You are a toy! <laughs> There's another clue as well for you. 86 658 Who is that talking now? And we give you a pair of tickets to the Omniplex Cinema. Uh, now, the first thing on our list here, bodies, bodies everywhere. Bodies, 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 it's called. So this is from a Dutch director called Halina Ryan. Uh, apologies to any Dutch listeners that we have. And it's about a group of 20-something Gen Zers who head to a remote mansion for a hurricane party. I mean, this uh, sounds exactly like something that you would do. I mean, you know, you're right in there with the Gen Z pop. Yeah, oh, yeah, look here. I'm absolutely all about it. I don't even know what I am. I don't <laughs> think I'm not a millennium. I'm, I'm not a boomer. I'm not sure what I am. Uh, don't, uh, don't tempt me Gen, to say what you are. Gen X, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> 
but um, so we've got all these like 20 something friends uh, and some of them bring their new significant others to the party that they've never met again. So there's always a little bit of like, oh, who are they going out with now? Oh, who is I don't know if I like this person, whatever. Uh, so we have um, Sophie, who's kind of our point of view character, uh, played by Amanda Stenberg and her best friend, David, played by Pete Davison from SNL. And I think he went out with someone. I'm not oh, sure he went out with someone. Yeah. Who the, who was it now that he went out and with? Yeah. His his parents owned the mansion. And then you've got David's actress girlfriend, Emma. And you've got uh, another character called Jordan and, and Alice, who has recently launched a podcast. Oh. So what happens is the hurricane comes. They, they decide that they're going to have a game of this uh, party game called Bodies, 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 which is essentially like uh, Murder in the Dark or Mafia or Werewolf. I don't know if you've ever played any of those games. Murder in the Dark was an absolute favourite of us, of ours as, right. as siblings. Yeah, well, essentially, oh. it, really what it is, is you go round beating the head off your brothers in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, something similar happens in this because their their party game ends up with a real life corpse. Uh then the power fails and the bodies start to pile up. Uh, and what we get is this kind of what ostensibly would be a group of friends. They end up uh, succumbing to paranoia and fear and viciousness, which is all underneath their relationships, you know, and what you what you see is they turn they're triggered basically like Gen Zers would say they're triggered. <laughs> so we have a clip here yeah. and this is them being triggered. And I think you're going to enjoy this one. OK, here it is. I don't know what you're talking about. You hate listen to her podcast. Wait, what? And you made us swear on our lives not to tell anyone. Jordan, is that true? I like your podcast, Alice. What is your podcast about? Hanging out with your smartest and funniest friend. Did you just groan? No. When I said hanging out with your smartest and funniest friend. Like that. Like that. Did it again. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests. You have to do a Google calendar. And then you build a following. It takes a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like an argument that myself, yourself Absolutely, and Ross yeah. have every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, except with less bloodshed, so, <laughs> thankfully. So I guess this is what you would call uh, one of these elevated horror movies. Like, uh, I think it's by A24 as well. But you know what I mean? Those those kind of like us, like the Jordan Peele stuff, like uh, um, Hereditary, things like that. But it, it's essentially a satire and it's a satire about, you know, this self-obsessed Gen Z generation. Oh, thank God, because I know. thought it was serious <laughs> there for a minute. Okay. <laughs> Um, it is, yeah. So, and I, I really enjoyed it. I found it very, I found it gory. I found it funny. I found it, found it clever. There's a plot twist at the end that I didn't see coming. Usually, I can see Ooh, plot twists coming okay. a, a mile away, and I enjoyed it. Uh, it's, it's smart. It's cynical. I, I mean, I was recommending it to someone and said it's, it's like this. It's like Scream for now. Now that maybe is not exactly accurate, mm. but it's as close as like I, I think, you know, the recent Scream. Uh, sequel was very much in the vein of the original screen movies. Yep. This is like, what if somebody made a scream now and got these these characters of this age and there was murders happening all around. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I can't it's recommend it enough. Bodies, bodies, yeah. bodies. Uh, okay, so on streaming, and I did hear that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is involved in this, who I'm a big fan of as well. Uh, this is uh, Pinocchio on Disney+. Plus. 
Yes, so this is the remake of the 1940 animation, which was the second ever animated full-length feature made by <laughs> Disney. And it's directed by Robert Zemeckis. Um, he directs this, inverted commas, live-action retelling, because some of the characters are real and some of them are CGI. And of course, it is the tale of a wooden puppet who comes to life and sets out on a series of adventures in order to become a real boy. So in this film, Tom Hanks mm, stars okay. as Geppetto. They're, 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 they're okay, happy they're enough there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's the woodcarver who builds Pinocchio, who's voiced in this by Benjamin Evan Ainsworth uh, as a replacement for his, his son who who's passed away. Um, we've got the Blue Fairy. Uh, fairy uh, Cynthia Arrivo is the Blue Fairy. Um, she grants Geppetto's wish upon a star to make his puppet come alive. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, as you say, is the voice of Jiminy Cricket, who serves as Pinocchio's guide and conscience and tries to discourage him from telling whoppers because Pinocchio loves to tell. Oh, he does. Yeah. (laughs) And when he tells a lie, his nose grows. So we have a little clip here of this happening. Okay, here it is. Locked solid. Well, no, I guess this isn't what you signed up for when you decided to be a famous actor, is it? It's not my fault. I never wanted to be famous. Sorry, kiddo. That's not the way I remember it. But I didn't want to be famous. I wanted to go to school. Hey! It's true. All of those people cheering and applauding. I hated it. (gasps) What's happening, Jiminy? Looks like some sort of fairy magic. Kind of on the nose, if you ask me. But the point is, a lie can really change a person, Pinocchio. Which is why I'm telling you the 110% most honestly honest, truthiest truthiness ever. Believe me! Oops, okay, that last part wasn't true. But everything I said up until then was. Jiminy, you okay? More or less. Now quit telling those whoppers. Oh, that is a whopper, Pinocchio. Come on now. I, oh, I don't like the Jiminy Cricket voice, I have to say. That's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who you're very excited I know, about. Yeah. I don't like he's it. Making, he's making choices. He's making choices. Um, uh, you, you've, you've seen the original, I'm oh, sure. Oh, listen, I, I love the has. original. And you know okay. how I feel about remakes. But, uh, you know, yeah. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole again. But the remake, re- the, the original is just gorgeous. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, and I, it is. I also found it very frightening and very unsettling. And like, that's the point of the story. It's oh, yeah. Well, they on. go to Pleasure Island. I mean, they that do. is the stuff they of nightmares. Into, yeah. turn into donkeys. They get swallowed by a whale. Uh, Carlo Collodi, who's the original author of this, like he wrote these stories as cautionary tales for children, basically, yeah. to go, kind of make them be good. Um, so the original is a very strange story, you know, about mm. uh, about this puppet who wants to be a, a real ch- child and, and then, you know, gets goes to Pleasure Island, like you say, sees children transform into donkeys, gets swallowed by a whale. Um, this remake, and it's the 18th, apparently, live action, oh. inverted commas, remake by Disney of their original material. Um, it's straight to Disney Plus, so it's not gone to theatres. And it is... A little bit strange, I suppose, because in a way it is so uh, faithful to the original animated uh, film that you do kind of go, what was the point of it? And in the way and then they also change things. You're going to what was the point of changing that then? I am a little bit like you. I'm very baffled by these uh, Disney remakes in particular because Mm. I can't put my finger on why. I don't like some of them work. Some of them don't. I mean, the ones I think that maybe work like Maleficent, maybe because yeah. it's a whole different spin on the Disney story. Yes. Um, Beauty on the Beast, maybe. But if you're going to be so faithful to the original film, 
why bother? Yeah. Um, so there's that. Like, uh, there's also, is it a case of the animation allows you to suspend your disbelief, mm. uh, you know, and you're kind of more kind of on the journey with these characters? Is it the fact that there's a little bit of a whiff of cynical corporate strategy? How can <laughs> yeah. we make more money on these things? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm sorry to say, in the case of this remake of Pinocchio, it's it's kind of all three, really. It doesn't really work. It looks good in places. Tom Hanks is using every skill that he learned on that desert island, talking to a volleyball <laughs> to make you believe that he's talking to somebody real. Um, and, you know, you can tell that it was made, you know, with care. Yeah. But a little bit like... Pinocchio, it just doesn't have a heart, really. Oh. It's not a, it's not a real boy. No, okay, Pinocchio. <laughs> and it's got an incredibly strange ending. I don't want to give it okay. away, but it's like an ending where I kind of go, "Why have you changed?" There's one of the things that they change. Why have you changed that? That's okay. the whole point of the story. Okay, yeah. so Pinocchio is getting a bit of a thumbs down there, but it is on Disney Plus if you want to check it out for yeah. yourself. Yeah, and again, I would say it's not for my age group. So you know, yeah. if any of our younger listeners or people who know any younger listeners and they watch it and they like it, please let us know. Because, Do you know, yeah, yeah, we always love proving Nile wrong. So let us know. Oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight. Okay, so we have TG Cahar at uh, our top of our list as always for our TV movies of the weekend tonight. That's right. Our Western on TG Cahar at nine o'clock is from 1976. It's called From Noon Till Three. And this stars Charles Bronson as an outlaw and his uh, wife at the time, Jill Ireland. Uh, and uh, she plays a woman who has this kind of brief affair with this outlaw and he's reported dead. So she ends up selling her story to the newspapers. Okay. Like, it's, it's a comedy Western, which you, when you think Charles Bronson, you don't think comedy Western. No. Uh, I've not seen it, but, you know, it's a bit of a curio, I think. Okay. And then tomorrow night, again on TG Car at 10.40, is a great film. I've recommended it before, but I'm going to keep recommending it, recommending it until everybody has seen it. From 2017, film stars don't die in Liverpool. It's the story of the aging Hollywood actress, uh, Gloria Graham, who was in It's a Wonderful Life, and she moved to Liverpool and, to, and uh, had a relationship with a much younger man, Peter Turner, and it's just a beautiful film. Annette Benning and Jamie Bell star, star in that. And then Sunday on RT2, Edge of Your Seat stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. The Invisible Man at nine o'clock on RT2 from 2020. This is great. Elizabeth Moss stars as a woman in an abusive relationship. She flees for her life and takes refuge. But it turns out that her abusive partner might actually have the ability to be invisible as well. Yes, it's so all... there's a lot of tension. A lot in, in of tension and there's a lot of gore. Watch out for <laughs> gore is all I'm going to say in regards to that but it is absolutely brilliant if you're looking for something for Sunday night or to 2 at 9pm. Uh, I think they are all getting it but you may as well let us know who is our mystery voice this week. It was, of course, the voice of Carlo Collodi, the original writer of the Pinocchio. No, it wasn't. It was Tom Hanks, of course. Tom it Hanks. was, of course, Tom Hanks. We'll pick a winner for those tickets very, very shortly. Niall, thank you so much. As always, we'll chat to you next week. Talk to you next week. Have a good weekend. Bye. 11 to 1. Missed out on your favourite LMFM. Fingers crossed, it appears. There's Picture House, Sunburst and LMFM's 11 to 1. 
LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on LMFM.ie. The Central Bar and Restaurant in Navin are currently hiring experienced individuals for the following positions door security, barista, and wait staff. They're also currently hiring experienced wait staff in their sister restaurant, The Bective in Kells. Please send your CV to Debbie at thecentral.ie if you're interested. MIPS require a fourth year apprentice plumber in the Meath area. To apply, please email tina.sheeran at mips.ie. On store, coffee shop and cafe, Gibstown Navin requires part-time and full-time deli staff. Please send a CV to info at onstoreonline.ie. Meath County Council are recruiting a retained firefighter based in the Ashburn and Knobber fire stations. To apply, check current vacancies on the Meath County Council website. Home Instead are recruiting new and experienced caregivers in your area. For details, log on to careers.homeinstead.ie. Darver Castle have the following vacancies, full-time vacancies, housekeeping manager and bar manager. To apply, please email accounts at darvercastle.ie. Sleefoy Tool and Die Precision Engineering requires qualified toolmaker, apprentice toolmaker and machine operator there as well. They're based in Green Ore. To apply, please email your CV to info at sft.ie. And Sunhill Nursing Home Term and Feckin requires a healthcare assistant with no experience. Sunhill will provide your full QQI Level 5 healthcare support course part-time. Please send your CV to info at sunhill.ie. And don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Now the fans are gearing up. Oh, they're gearing up ahead of the big gigs in Croke Park for Garth Brooks. And we sent a reporter uh, to the press conference uh, yesterday uh, that he had when he arrived and touched down in Dublin. And we asked him about the food that he might sample when he's here. And this is what he had to say. I heard spud muncher today. (laughs) I've never heard that term in my life, right? Um, so I'm starting to learn some of the things. I know that cheer stands for a lot of things. Right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the food, I'm sorry, bro, I don't need any help on it. I don't need a coach on it. I know exactly what I want. And when people go, what's your favorite food? I say a lot. Right? <laughs> and all I'm doing is waiting for that fifth night to be done filming. And I'm going to catch up on the weight like you've never seen. Can we give you a tip and say a spice bag or curry sauce? Uh, spice bag. We talked about spice bags today. Uh, you can actually get them at Chippers. Yes. Thank you. Very much. No, no, really. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. He's going to be having a spice bag after the fifth concert and the filming is all done. This is especially for all the Garth Brooks fans out there. I know there's a lot of people heading up to the concert. Here he is with the dance. Garth Brooks, the dance on LMFM's 11 to 1, especially for all the fans heading out there over the next couple of days for those historic, I think at this day's stage, legendary, they're going to become five concerts that he's going to play. Now, going to take a quick break and we're back with the winner of our tickets to the Omniplex Cinema. 11 to 1 with Gilm. Want to say congratulations to Kevin Thornton. You're in Clarehead, County Loud. You're getting our tickets to the Omniplex Cinema. It was, of course, Tom Hanks was the actor that we were looking for. Don't worry, there's another chance to win next week on Real Reviews. That is our lot on the show for today and for this week. Thank you so much for your company. Have a great weekend. 
Chat to you Monday. LMFM Podcasts. With CNC Carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or book a new showroom appointment on 87 Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.